crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. Today we have a tremendous guest, Aaron Steffi, the managing partner of Propeller Bonds. Now, Propeller Bonds is the kind of company that I think represents a major part of the future of the independent insurance agency channel because bonds are tough. One, there's not a lot of people that are bond experts. Uh, Surety is a very specific um, kind of niche expertise. Uh, it is something that people can make a career out of, but uh, you really have to dedicate yourself to it. Uh, this is a personal opinion. It's not the most interesting topic that exists, um, but there are some, you know, a lot of companies write bonds, but bonds tend to take a really long time. And I have like stamps and stickers and all kinds of stuff in my drawer over here. And what Propeller Bonds have done is created a platform that allows you to get rid of all that. Um, basically, you send your clients to the platform, they fill out the forms, they can pay for the bond, they can get it digitally issued, which is now, as, as Aaron will describe, available in all 50 states. And you know we're talking everything from $100 notary bonds all the way up to 3 million plus um, performance bonds and and this is the kind of platform that just changes the game for agents because now you can be you can add an additional service to your tool belt be even more of a value added resource to your clients without having to bog them down with the hassle that surety bonds tend to be all right but i don't i want to save some of the juice for the actual conversation uh aaron's a tremendous dude uh we use propeller bonds here at rogue and um you know it's a it's a great tool but before we get to our conversation with Aaron, I want to give a big shout out to one of the companies that makes this podcast possible, and that is Donna by Arius Analytics. Donna is taking over the game when it comes to breaking down the data and information in your agency and helping you put it to use by pulling out opportunities to cross-sell, pulling out uh, clients who may be in distress or may be uh, flight risks by using their proprietary uh, sentiment score. And you know this is in addition to net promoter score. You can use net promoter score. There's nothing wrong with it. Um, Rocket Referrals does a great job of net promoter score. You should be looking at things like your Google reviews or Yelp reviews or Facebook reviews, wherever you're collecting reviews. But what the sentiment score is doing is taking the policies you have, the touch points that you're your people are having with your clients, both in text, email, and phone, real time, and breaking those down and coming up with a sentiment score. How do they feel about your agency right now based on their most current communications? And what it allows you to do is get out ahead of problems, especially as a leader. And with an easy to use interface, they're integrating with more and more tools. Um, I just think Donna is a big part of the future considering it is a plug and play with many different systems um, and at a price point that you absolutely can integrate into your agency and makes a lot of sense. So just Google Donna for agents, go to DonnaForAgents.com, uh, check Donna out and you're not going to be, I, I said this before, I, I was out ahead of Tarmica. I told you guys about Tarmica, Tarmica blew up and now it's the best commercial rating platform. I think Donna is the same type of tool for agents. Get on it today. All right, let's get to Aaron and learn about bonds. These are podcaster problems, not, not. Yeah, any yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> this is only my, I did the Vertifor podcast with Rick Fox, but other than that, I've never done one. So, uh, bear with me if I'm not as, um compelling um, as you'd like rick fox the bastard got you first huh he's uh he's he's awesome he's so good to us uh yeah he uh he we talked to him like i don't know back in like august september something like that and we're in like i said before we're integrating with vertifor and whatnot so uh, yeah that's great that's great rick's a great guy um i've been friends with rick for a long time i've been on his podcast a bunch um yeah. And I think he does. Uh, he does a tremendous job. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. So, so dude, I'm, I'm pumped that you. Uh, hold on, let's see. 
Yeah, baby, we're competitive on, a, on the auto here. I love that. I just got the rate in. That's, I was finishing <laughs> up a commercial auto quote when you came on. That makes me that makes nice. Me um, so I'm excited that you. I'm excited that you that you're coming on in the show for, for a bunch of reasons. Um, I'm excited because I think one bonding and surety in general is a topic that most agents and we kind of talked about this when, yeah. when we were looking at your platform. Um, which I have started, uh, if I'm being completely honest with you, I haven't completely baked into my, into my process yet, though. I have looked all the way through it. I've done some practice stuff. Um, yeah. I really, really like it. Um, uh, but I think a lot of agents just disregard bonding and, mm-hmm. and, and surety because, uh, it it's, I've heard, and, and I've kind of run your platform by a couple agents um, and I just said, Hey, have you, have you heard about propeller? And you know, like some said they had heard of you. Some said they hadn't, um, we're going to yeah. fix the, they haven't heard of you part today. Yeah. But, um, the, the thing that was interesting was all the ah, bonding's complicated or, ah, it's too much work or, or yeah. and other people were like, ah, there's no money in it. And I was like, well, that's what I'm telling you is that this frigging platform solves all those problems. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, that's the beauty of what we're talking about here is you don't need to have a, a, a rubber stamp and stickers and all this crap in your dresser drawer or in your drawer next to your desk because yeah. you just send people through and they do it themselves. And, um, and I, and I think it's just a really interesting, I think it's a really, you know, in, in the world of Tarmicas and, and, and all these yeah. platforms that are starting to, to, to streamline processes that have been a pain in the, in the butt. I feel like yeah. what you're doing at Propeller is right in line with that, man. We're good friends with, uh, with um, Ragov and Chris at, at Tarmika. And, and I, I'm hoping, that, you know, in the future we'll do more together. And, uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's cool. Like for us, as everyone tackles like the streamlining the process of small commercial you know, they're forgetting the bond process and we can kind of be that bolt on bond solution to, to anyone. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. What I plan on doing, and, and we'll talk about the, we'll, we'll get to the platform in a second, but um, yeah. you know, what, we'll, 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 what I plan on doing with it is building it into my post sale. So I, I, I told you this a little bit, I, I lead with comp and sometimes I'll get the whole package with the comp. Sometimes I'll just write the comp for people. It's like my mm-hmm. lead in and then work into the rest of the account. Well, you know, using my CRM, I can then drip out after the sale, all Mm -hmm. kinds of messages. And and one of them is going to be, Hey, if you, if you have a bond need, like you don't need to go someplace else. Like we can handle all this for you. If it's something small that you can do on your own, whack, Mm -hmm. here's a link. If it's more email me or whatever. And then probably I'll just end up sending them the link again anyways. But, but that, Mm -hmm. that kind of idea is, it's mindless. You know what I mean? Mindless yeah. from the standpoint of you don't have to be a surety expert. You can, you know, you can, you can get this in front of them and provide extra value. And even if it's, I feel like I'm, I feel like this is a, a pitch, you know, just so everyone's listening, Aaron's not paying yeah. me for this. Yeah, um, yeah. I just was so excited because this is something I love products that get someone to buy another thing from you. Right. It's, it's in, in the, in the personal insurance space, you know, it's like, oh, I get 30% retention on an auto. If I get home and auto, it's 60% yeah. retention. But if I get that umbrella that I make $17 on, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the retention goes like 91%. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is one of those things for commercial insurance. Yeah, no, it is. I, I think I said this to you and not to recycle uh, something I mentioned to Rick actually, but you know, um, what happens oftentimes, there's a, there's a pretty big ecosystem of direct like dot-com bomb bond writers and it's because agents let this stuff flow out the back door and so like you'll see that there's a ton of um online.com and those people are starting to you know get smart and just use the bond as the uh kind of like you do they lead with the bond for work comp because they're solving a real uh, real difficult problem for the customer and then they're like okay well we'll just write your gl since your agent you know won't help you on the bonds and because customers you know, inherently do want to just go to one place. They don't, they don't want to um, piecemeal everything all over. And so I, I always liken it to, you know, if you're a person, a personalized agency, it's almost like not saying that you don't do umbrellas. And, and then when, you know, the customer goes out and finds their umbrella 
somewhere. Like you think those people aren't going to try to, you know, sell them home and auto insurance. So um, it's just kind of this like tag along policy, or it's not even really, you know, truly an insurance policy, but it's this tag along uh, three party agreement that that should, you know, be bolted on to any contractor's uh, account or what have you. Um, but it seems to, to kind of slide out the back door all the time. Yeah. So, okay. So we've, we've definitely not buried the lead here, uh, but let's, let's, let's now do the loop back and, and talk a little okay. bit about, and don't worry about recycling any content. No one listens to Rick's show anyways. So it's, <laughs> um, I love you, Rick, but um, you know, so let's, let's, let's go back to how the heck did you get one into bonds and surety and, and, and that mm-hmm. what brought you to this space? And then, and then I want to really talk about the platform itself because I feel like I immediately got the sense and I, and I told you this seeing, you know, I've seen a lot of things, uh, you know, a lot of different tools in a lot of different spaces. And yeah. to me, I just, this immediately made sense to me. So I, I want to kind of take our listeners, everyone listening, I want to take them through this journey. There's a lot of commercial agents that listen to this show and I want to take them through the journey that at the end of this, maybe, maybe they decide to reach out to you. Maybe they don't, but I want them to understand why, how we got here, why it's important and what we should be (laughs) thinking about when making decisions about using a platform like propeller. So, so let's, let's, as far as you feel is necessary, let's kind of start at the beginning and we'll work our way through this. Yeah. Um, so I kind of cut my teeth being just a retail insurance agent um, at a mom and pop retail agency. And we grew through a bit of uh, organic um, sales and marketing efforts, as well as a little bit of MA activity I got involved in. Um, and at one point, several years ago, um, we had decided that we were looking to potentially sell the agency. Um, it's so funny looking back on it at that point in time, everyone thought it had hit its peak as far as valuations go and everything. And it just seems to keep climbing. Um, so uh, at that time, I, I, I went and uh, so I'm in Philadelphia and I, I started doing an MBA program at Villanova. I think I was just a little insecure about like what the next step in my journey was going to be. Like my resume basically said I was just like, worked at a mom and pop insurance agency. So I, I um, went and did that advanced degree, I think maybe just kind of, to kind of like um, bolster my credentials. But what happened during that time, I got to do a lot of soul searching and, and dealing with um, different people from different industries in the program. And I did decide at some point in time, I'm not sure exactly how that I, I wanted to be involved in insure tech. Um, and I kind of around the landscape to me, there was um, at least at that time, I felt like there wasn't a lot of insurance people leading the charge in insure tech. It was a lot of tech people that decided that there's a, there's an opportunity here. Um, and so instead of, I kind of started looking at the different uh, problems within insurance, surety bonds being one of, of many, uh, you know, private flood, there's a couple things at the time, but <clears throat> I had a, uh, a reverse flow business of, I would network with city officials at the city of Philadelphia and when international companies were coming to the area to set up like a North American office, Philly's a popular spot because they can get between New York and DC on the Amtrak line, but it's not near as, as costly. So uh, in doing that, I was referred to a company called Axe Group out of Australia. They built software systems for Hanover Re, MetLife Australia, the Bank of New Zealand runs on some of their software. And my job was just to kind of court them, show them the city, sell them insurance ultimately, and uh, in doing so, over about a year's time, uh, we made we became fast friends. Could no longer care less about selling those guys' insurance. Just loved when they would come into town and and kind of um, you know spitballing ideas with them and whatnot. They showed me their tech capabilities and and finally decided you know hey instead of us just trying to land a client over here in the U.S. Um, why don't we do a joint venture? And uh, I pulled in eventually Chris Colger once we decided on surety. Uh, Chris is now our head of operations. He was a VP of surety at Chubb, uh, formerly in the Philadelphia office. And he would always complain to me on the carrier side of things, how, how tough it is, commercial surety specifically. And I kind of knew it from the agency perspective. And then they brought the tech. So we kind of, um, you know, we've, we've always kind of said, like, if we ever go to raise money or anything, our pitch is going to kind of be like, what better team than us? You know, we, we really have um, looked at it from, from every different lens. So uh, we launched the company, uh, it sold our first bond, I guess, in July, 
And now we're working with uh, somewhere, I don't know what the count is today, somewhere between 70 and 100 agencies. We have about almost 4,000 bonds on the platform. Uh, we're adding about 500 bonds every two weeks. And um, we're just like really um, uh, gaining some momentum. It's been been pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, and, and so everyone listening knows, you know, I, I just reiterate, like I'm, I have no interest in, in the platform and, and Aaron's and Propeller are not a sponsor of the show. I just, uh, how do we get hooked up? LinkedIn? How did they, did you reach out? I've to always, uh, I will, to me, there's, there, uh, until recently, I, I, I think, uh, I forget what company you were with, but I've always noticed your content on LinkedIn and just, um, there wasn't, you know, an insurance, uh, for a while there, there wasn't a lot of like, um, uh, young people in insurance, at least from my perspective on the agency yeah. side. So seeing like your content and whatnot, it was like a nice fresh approach to be able. So I've always, um, uh, seen your content from afar. And then I thought it'd be a good idea just to reach out to you from a bonding perspective, because you had launched your own agency. I had noticed and everything. And, um, you know, you seem like someone who's pretty forward thinking about utilizing technology and processes. So I figured you'd be a perfect person to, to show right. this to. So all you, all you guys out there that say LinkedIn is just junk mail. And this is another <laughs> example of that not being the case, but, um, and then, so then we hooked up, uh, we did a zoom and walked through the platform and did a demo and, mm -hmm. You know what I was immediately taken. So a couple of things that I like in a third party platform like this is one, there's some branding in terms of, you know, it, 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 uh, it is, it's like rogue risk dot propeller dot whatever. So, so there's some branding to the agency. It's not just like I'm sending them someplace. It feels like an yeah. extension. There's my logo and then it's super easy to search and, and get to get to the type of bond. Mm -hmm. And it is yeah. everything from, and, and again, I want you to cut me off and, 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 uh, and, and kind of um, sure. uh, straighten me out where I'm off here. But like, you know, I did some practice searches and everything from tiny little municipal $150 bonds up to, uh, um, uh, contract bonds mm -hmm. that, that you would, that you would, you know, like a contractor would come in who's bidding on a job and trying to work through that kind of stuff. And, yeah. you know, that to me, I, I immediately was like, this is amazing. Now, granted. I have some big, huge surety need from someone. I'm probably going to call Cincinnati. But if I anything in the day to day, even even mm. beyond, I mean, I don't want to say that you guys are just doing small stuff, but like like you know anything day to day, this is a no brainer. I mean, it's an absolute yeah. no brainer. I mean, I went in and I just punched in a couple things, and I just was like, oh my god. I mean, I, where <laughs> my mind goes is all the content that I can create around this platform to drive people to it. And if they buy a bond and I get their contact information, hey, saw you bought yep. a bond, just wanted you to introduce myself. What else do you have going on? How can I help? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. if, if now's not the time, when? And that's an easy conversation for a sales and marketing person to have after someone's already purchased something from you. And, yeah. um, and that, that's where, from a marketing perspective, I see it being so powerful. So, okay. So now dipping back into your story, You've made these tremendous connections. You have uh, the, the Chubb guy. So you have a lot of, um, you have yeah. a lot of industry experience from, as you said, all, all three points of the triangle. And, mm -hmm. um, and now you're starting to think about what the platform is going to look like. So, mm -hmm. so talk to me a little bit about um, thought process behind, like, why not just go direct and say, say, screw agent partners? Why not just load up the PPC, go get a shit ton of seed money and start blasting yeah. people into the thing? Yeah, we considered that. Um, I don't know. Our, our kind of like a bit uh, kind of part, part of our business philosophy is, um, you know, watch what everyone else is doing and go the other way. And um, and so that's where a lot of things are going right now. And, and I think for agents, like you'd be surprised now that we've kind of uh, been able to see see behind the veil a little more how many carriers actually wholly own agencies and are going direct to consumer and, you know, they're the agent's best friend on, on, on one day, but on another day, they actually own, you know, a dot-com that's selling direct. And, um, and so I, I think that I just, coming from an agent perspective, I always understood the value of the agent. I actually think that um, carriers and anyone else actually drastically underestimates the agency relationship with the customer. Uh, I think it's more powerful than people give it credit for a lot of times. And so um, that was our path to entry. And then in doing so, we didn't want to create another login for an agent, another 
you know, hey, come to our website instead of their website. So what we did was we there's no login. So an agent can transact a bond on our system faster than they could probably even log into a carrier system. Um, and so you're clicking it as a bookmark on your web browser. It's it can also be customer facing. So it's very adaptable. We put the agency's brand forward um, when a customer buys a bond. It, 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 the email comes from, you know, rogue risk powered by propeller. We always tell our agents, you know, we try to be powered by propeller, not overpowered by propeller. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so we love to play second fiddle. I, and I would, I would liken it a bit to the Shopify model of like, we build the highway, right? We just collect the toll on the way through. And so our product is free. We kind of, that's another thing we had to decide early on was like, do you want to be a software as a service or, or kind of do this freemium model where we give it away for free and, and we just click the ticket on the way through and, and, and that's how it works. So by cutting us in on, you know, five bucks a bond and, and, and often cases, not even that, I mean, we're paying 30% on commercial, which is, is pretty standard. You would never expect that from a wholesaler. No. And so, um, and so we're able to do that because of the technology, right? Like we don't have yeah, to Cause go. that was actually a question that I asked you was like, when you, when you, you're explaining your model to me, and then you explain the commission structure. And I was like, so where's the catch? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I'm signing a piece of my agency over to you or like what, how, yeah. how do you make this work from an economics perspective? So, so basically what you're saying is the, um, the, the, the technology piece, the streamlined nature of the technology allows you to run on margins that create that actually create opportunity for agents that we're not, we're not pushing through 5% or 10% commissions yeah. on bonds. We're actually getting legit. I mean, 30% is, is market rate. I mean, you're, you're going to, you may yeah. do a little better than that if you have a direct surety appointment with somebody, but I mean, yeah. not much. And certainly, you know, again, your hand stamping it and stickering it and all that kind of stuff. Oh, and then if they need it directly, there's like FedExing overnight sometimes, which we, we built in. I mean, one part of this was a bit of a stroke of luck, right? Like we, when we were going to launch, we were only going to launch in 20 states that were all accepting electronic signature, electronic seals, everything. But then COVID hit and overnight, all 50 states now accept it. And so we're the first to market with with it. And um, the carriers are going to take quite a long time to be able to build all that in. And so we're really out in front of things as far as that goes as well. So um, that's like another part of it that's just, you know, you got to be a little lucky along the way. And, uh, and it's kind of crazy to think about COVID providing anyone, any sort of, you know, favorable, uh, I guess, besides the platform we're talking on now, uh, with zoom and whatnot, but, um, it, it really, it really helped like, um, I guess, exacerbate our business model. And, uh, when people were sent home without their seals and out their printers and their stamps, these large surety departments, like they had no idea what to do to get bonds out the door. What's up, guys? Sorry to take you away from the episode, but as you know, we do not run ads on this show. And in exchange for that, I need your help. If you're loving this episode, if you enjoy this podcast, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on your favorite podcast platform, I would love for you to subscribe, share, comment if you're on YouTube, leave a rating review if you're on Spotify or Apple iTunes, etc. This helps the show grow. It helps me bring more guests in. We have a tremendous lineup of people coming in, uh, men and women who've done incredible things, sharing their stories around peak performance, leadership, growth, sales, the things that are going to help you uh, grow as a person and grow your business. But they all check out comments, ratings, reviews. They check out all this information before they come on. So as I reach out to more and more people and want to bring them in and share their stories with you, I need your help. Share the show, subscribe if you're not subscribed, and I'd love for you to leave a comment about the show because I read all the comments, or if you're on Apple or Spotify, leave a rating review of this show. I love you for listening to this show, and I hope you enjoy it listening as much as I do creating the show for you. All right, I'm out of here. Peace. Let's get back to the episode. You know, it's so interesting to me, your comment about COVID. It really feels like um, you were either a big winner or a big loser. And and, yeah. I, and and I don't mean that to be harsh to anyone who did feel negative ramifications for COVID. It's just simply an observation that there was, I, I haven't met too many people in the middle ground. They either, people either gained ground because either by luck or by by tactical decision-making or they lost ground. And yeah. uh, and it's really interesting. And there's part of me that says, oh, you know, you know, we, you know, 
I think it's very easy to sit back and make excuses. Well, you know, the way we've always done bonds and I'm, you know, we're talking about bonds, right? But I think this applies to a lot of stuff. Uh, the way we've always done bonds is this and geez, you know, I, I don't really know about this new thing. And I'm looking at it going, oh my gosh, I'm going to create so many fucking YouTube videos about bonds and link yeah. directly to my platform that in six months, when those bonds, when those videos start to get traction in Google search engine, yeah. It's going to be cash machine. I mean, David Crothers calls it mailbox money. It's, it's a, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, that's what it is. And yeah. then, and then with the systems in the back end using CRM, now you can go to town. And, and I look at this and, and guys, I'm, 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 I'm doing a little pontificating here, partially because my kids are home and I'm going a little crazy, but partially because um, I, I really think we have to change the way, like I wanted to have Aaron on and talk about propeller and what they're doing, because this is one of those veins that we have to start to build into our business, right? It's this, it's maybe, it's maybe cyber through a pro writers or someone like that. It's, there are platforms that are starting to develop that allow us to take coverages. And, and I don't want to say remove us from the process, but certainly make it more streamlined, easy, and, and can become, can become leaders because when someone has a bond problem, they have a bond problem. They're, they're not like, mm -hmm. oh, hey, my bond renews in six months. It's time for me to shop that. I just mm -hmm. don't think that's the way certainly many, many standard companies think of their bonds. They're basically like, holy crap, we need a bond. Let's go get one. And they need that problem solved immediately. Yeah, I think to echo your point, um, as far as like taking agents out of the process or not, what our product does and, and what a lot of newer products are going to do is make it adaptable to where you can take yourself out of the whole process if you want, or you can not market the link to anyone and keep it in-house and just have it uh, help your staff process bonds faster. So it can be whatever you want it to be. And I think that adaptability and flexibility is really what's needed. And, um, and even, even more so on the idea of earlier, when you talked about getting a big bond request, like, you know, we work with, we're, we're working now with like Marsh and Epic and Risk Strategies. And, and to them, they they look at this as like, yeah, okay, maybe this just automates our commercial surety and, and anything above a certain threshold we want to take on ourselves. But to another agency, uh, we're working with one in Birmingham that a decent sized agency, but doesn't have a bonding department, doesn't really have markets for it, doesn't have the expertise. To them, we're now their complete outsourced bonding department. And so, and we have underwriters and we have the carriers and the expertise and and, you know, we fulfilled like a $3 million bond for someone recently. And so, and it's like a hundred something thousand premium or, or whatever it was. And, and I guess like j just to, I guess, double down on the idea of adaptability, right? Like we can be um, as forward facing or not, or we can be utilized in any different manner. And that's, that's not just to tell us, but I think like a lot of new tech products are going to be able to offer that where it's like an agent can hands-on use it or they can just capitalize on their existing uh, network and their existing customer base and, and market it. So you can be a paid marketer or, or a, an actual agent with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. So if I'm sitting here and I'm, and I'm a, a skeptical agent and I'm saying, wow, this, this sounds cool, but uh, Hanley hypes up a lot of stuff. Um, obviously <laughs> only stuff that I believe in, but, um, but you know, this must be written on some, some bullshit paper with companies mm -hmm. that don't know what they're doing or, you know, this is a startup. So we can't have any, you can't have any good carrier relationships, you know? So, yeah. so who are you working with? Who, who, what, what, what are we, if, if someone it, writes a bond, where, where's it coming from? It's going to be on one of five papers. Uh, we have appointments with um, Crum and Forrester, uh, Travelers, uh, Arch, Markel and UCS. Um the bulk of our bonds are going to be on Travelers or Arch just for the time time being. So what we do is we're not a comparative rater. It's not really needed on bonds. You'll see that the pricing on this stuff is so uh, narrow. Like a hundred dollar minimum premium is a hundred dollar minimum premium. You know, it's going to be that way. So we, we're not trying to be Priceline.com for bonds. We're we're trying to be speed of use, and and that's the biggest thing is like. Carriers have tried to throw money at this, right? They had 25%, 30%, 35% commission. It doesn't matter. Like you're still losing money on it if you're spending two hours doing it. We we need we need it done in, in one minute, five minutes, you know? Yeah. So um, whoever our our carriers, we usually assign one per class code. So if a carrier wants to get on our platform and say they want to take over, you know, another carrier on contractor license bonds, well, then they got to come with like 
a, a larger capacity, a, a larger instant issue threshold, a, a lower credit criteria to make it streamlined and easier for agents. So in a lot of ways, by aggregating premium from agents, we can really um, negotiate with the carriers on behalf of all of them to try to get, wow, you know- I love that idea. Capacity. So you're essentially, instead of making them compete customer facing them, you're making them compete platform to the, for the platform, for the access. So they essentially have to almost like bid you know, both in scale and and, mm-hmm. and and volume of opportunities and volume of bonds and, and geographic mm-hmm. and then price. Wow, I love that. That and, that is yeah. really that that is see because I'm I'm with you on the comparative rating stuff. I because I, I, because one um because there's 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 two issues with comparative rating. One, no one's ever been able to make it profitable ever. It's never been profitable. Compare.com never profitable. The zebra had to turn into an agency to make it profitable, right? Mm-hmm. Like no one's been able to make this work. And there's a, there's psychological reasons for that. And that once you present more than what is it? Three options. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the fact that, the chance that someone will click a button drops by like 70%. And then if you just present one option, no carrier likes mm-hmm. that because they feel like they're not getting show, blah, blah, blah. But by, by making them compete on the back end, um, you're actually leveraging way more power. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, that's a really interesting concept. Yeah. And so they, what's cool is, um, you know, there's not like a laundry list of coverages and bonds. It's a one, three part. It's a kind of like a one peril thing. Almost it's a three-party agreement. So um, it, it would be counter, intuitive to offer a customer, say a $110 bond from travelers and a hundred dollar bond from arch. And then they're going to ask, well, what's the difference? Well, there is none. They're, they're both top 20 sureties. They're awesome companies. They're a rated. Um, why it, it, it doesn't matter at all. Just who's going to get it out the door quickest. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, we look at things from that and our carriers have been awesome in understanding our, our mode of, I mean, we really portfolio underwrite this stuff. So we underwrite by class code, not by account which is how traditionally how sureties do it. They underwrite based on the business. Uh, we, we underwrite based on the class of the bonds. So for like contractor license bonds, where a lot of times you would maybe have to ask special permission to write them, 95% of those on our platform, it's an issue, no credits check, no anything. We'll just write them all day long. And so um, it took a little bit of convincing, right? We have to produce a, a use case and they have to monitor our results and everything, but the carriers are, are really... Um, I can't say enough about that part of it because going into this, you know, I was a former agent and there's always kind of this like uh, carrier agent tension of, you know, you're you're, you're submitting things and and there's this force field in between you, it feels like. And so I was a little um, apprehensive about that, but honestly, like are the carriers we're working with, and this isn't just like sales speak, they've been, they've been awesome. They've been really incredible of um, helping us develop the product giving us insights and information where we didn't have it, you know, we don't have all the answers. So, but, and they have all this data to go off of. And I don't know, they've been, they've been really cool. It's really like um, opened my eyes a lot to just like um, there's, you know, there's some pretty, um, there's some pretty awesome people working at the carrier side of things. Yeah. So what, um, yeah, we, we only, we don't do a lot of carrier bashing on this show only when they deserve it. Mostly (laughs) around their lack of, lack of their, their terrible technology, but mm-hmm. uh, in general, mm-hmm. um, in general, I, you know, it's funny. I tweeted something out the other day and, and, and I say that like, um, like people should be watching my Twitter. That's not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Sometimes it's like a vent, you know how, yeah. like, you know, my wife gets sick of me talking to her about insurance, right? She's an insurance. I'm an insurance. So, you know, just sometimes she just doesn't want to hear it. And, and I'm, mm-hmm. she's not a nerd. She, she isn't, she isn't, she is, but at four 30, she wants to turn her insurance yeah. brain off. And she does, I could go down into the, the, the deep hollows of insurance. The same. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I, I just, um, I, she doesn't want to go there. So sometimes I'll just tweet stuff to just like, get it out of my brain. And, yeah. I, and I tweeted the other day, like I'm starting to realize who, which, which carriers are partners and which are not, and I said it some way, and I got all these crazy responses. Interesting, crazy in an interesting way. You know, oh, you're just learning that, and da 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 da, and I yeah. uh, can't believe that you. It took you this long to realize, and and it's true. Um, but I, I think I have found just in this first year. You know, it'll be it'll be one year of Rogue Risk on March 9th. That's our one year anniversary, and um, I, I really have realized that the carriers that 
are your partners that, that are mm-hmm. interested, man, they will do a lot for you. They really yeah. will. I, I have, um, you know, I have, a, I have a great relationship with, with, with a few of my carriers and a couple I'm trying to build a, a better relationship with, but man, they, they'll, they'll, they, they actually will do a lot. I, I don't like to trash them. I, I do wish most of them would get better at technology, but they're yeah. actually humans and what they're trying to do. Um, so it, you know, it's cool to see so many carriers get involved with a young platform like yours so quickly. Now, what, one, what do you attribute that to? And then I'd, I'd like you to talk maybe a little bit about, are you looking for more? Do you have any that you can talk about who may be coming yeah. in? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, as far as what you can attribute it to, I think is the, the, the really difficult part of surety is how like archaic and paper intensive it was and distribution. Um, because this is, you're talking about small dollar items a lot of times. So this is a, um, it's a volume game, you know, it, it, it really is. And so I think the fact that we offer distribution and technology is just like, is a really attractive yeah. thing for them. Um, because we're able to go out and appoint, you know, hundreds of agencies essentially for them. So, you know, they look at this as like, we're basically like commission only salespeople, right? They would have to hire field offices of people to go get agents interested in putting it on their paper. And then once you are in an agency, you have to say like, we'll log into my platform instead of, you know, travelers or CNA or whatever. And it's, I'll bring you more donuts. And, uh, and so what we've done is kind of like help circumvent that. So that's great. Um, We, we actually have had a lot of interest now from, from the majority of the major surety carriers um, who have approached us about getting on the platform. But again, uh, they'd have to really, you know, do something to supplant what we have currently. And we have a really good relationship currently with the carriers I mentioned before. Um, we are looking to backfill some things because there's some kind of oddball lines of surety that some carriers just knock out of the park, like crime bonds or, or resident trust bonds or, you know, Crum and Forrester, the relationship with them was spawned out of cannabis bonds. Um, because all of these kind of the same way of like liquor distributors in a lot of states, states where cannabis is legal require bonds for um, essentially like head shops or, or growers or what have you. So uh, they, it's highly regulated and, and they're going to require bonds and, and a lot of carriers don't do that, but Crum Enforcer does. So um, we're looking to always, you know, backfill the hard to play stuff, but it's tough because no carrier only wants to be on the tough stuff, right? They want a portion of, of the low loss ratio stuff as well. So we're trying to navigate those waters. But um, yeah, we've had conversations with most carriers. Most of them go well. Some of them are, are rough, like uh, where it's, I, I felt several times where it's like, well, we basically are already, we can invent this tomorrow if we wanted to. And so I just, on those calls, I try to bail as quickly as possible. Yeah. Um, but it, it happens. But most people we've talked to have been great. So yeah, I, um, I had a really interesting, one of my carriers was onboarding with them and um and part of the onboarding process they wanted to talk me wanted me to talk to the surety team so uh i was like okay you know awesome and i had the the mid and small surety guy and then there was a woman who was like the large surety you know larger surety cases and um you know we're talking and 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 you know my brain always goes to to marketing it's just the way that I'm wired. Right. So I immediately start thinking, how can I position content? How can you know, what ads can I run? What, who can I reach out to as lead sources for this kind of thing? So I'm, I'm talking about it and talking about workflow, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I have to, sometimes I forget that like people's jobs are based on the fact that it's paper and that it takes time and mm-hmm. that they can take the stamp and pound it into the ink and then slam it on that paper. Like that's, that's actually yeah. where their value comes from. So I'm talking about that. And she goes, Whoa, whoa I got to stop you. No one goes online and looks for surety. And I'm like, no one. really. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I said, well, I, I said, you know, and this is the way I work. I'm bang, 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 bang. I start hitting my keyboard. Well, Google says that uh, in New York, 2,500 people just Googled the term surety bond last month. Yeah. So how many of those did you get? Yeah. And, you know, and, and, you know, then she starts barking at me about how you don't understand and it's complex yeah. and this and that. And, uh, and finally, at the end, I just said, okay. Yeah. 
okay, all right, yeah. you win. I, hey, I'm just the asshole trying to sell it, right? I mean, yeah. I was, all I was asking for was, and, and how it started was, and this is just kind of too, how archaic some people still think about these things and why I think and why I like to share with the the listeners. I almost said loyal listeners like Cass for everyone listening. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it, but I almost did. Um, for the listeners of the show is that, you know, this is, that that is not, that's, that's not the future of where we're going. That's not how we no. serve these things. You know, I, and what I asked her was, um, so what are like some of the, what are some of the terms that drive sales? Like, what are some of the things that people ask, talk about? Because I'm, I've sold some bonds in a previous life, but I'm not in any regards a bonding guy. And, mm-hmm. um, and she, and that's when she went to, no, no one, nobody, yeah. no one like, so protect. And he's like, Oh, well you win then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and then some, you know, and some people like, um, you could spend years trying to change their mind. It's just best to cut bait. And it's not worth it. If you're not willing to open your brain to new ideas. And that's where we, we just got like super lucky with the the people that are our our linchpins, um, Scott at at Arch and and Ken and Keith at Travelers. Like they, they've been able to just really open their mind and kind of get things. And, and so that's been cool. But yeah, we, yeah, we've run into a couple where it's like, um, well, well, we basically already invented this. And it's like, well, then why are you talking to us? You know, I, um, it, I, I don't know. I don't know where that comes from or, or why, or why it, it's like that, but it's, yeah. It's so, some, yeah, no, I get it. I, I think, um, that that's, I, I love like this time in our industry. I feel mm-hmm. like 10 years from now, we'll look back. Like we had like 2016, 2017 was like the quote unquote insure tech revolution. And I think a lot of, I think there were a tremendous number of really positive things that came out of that time. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that a lot of, um, I think the idea of disintermediation was dashed against the rocks and what came out of it was way more productive for our industry, which is, which is the concepts that you're talking about where you're taking these, uh, where you're taking technology, streamlining, you know, C, you know, CX, UX, yeah. and mashing it into you know, the human side of our business that, that really does still make us go. And uh, that's why when I see things like what you're doing with Propeller, I'm like, this is exactly the type of thing that we need. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, this is exactly the type of platform that moves us forward. And, and right now we're in, there's so much blue ocean, right? Like there's 70 frigging agents on your platform. If you have yeah. a, a decent marketing mind and you stop what you're doing when you hear this podcast and you go to Propeller and you sign, you know, you get, and we're going to talk about how you get signed up and everything, you you learn more, get a demo or whatever the process is. Like mm-hmm. you have so much blue ocean to start pushing this platform out into the space and getting it to your clients and using it as a, using it as a value add for contractors. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I already started building the marketing material. Everyone, I'm probably giving away my secret sauce here, I guess. But like, I have this program. I told you a little about this called Rogris 365, and I'm just trying to give mm-hmm. everyone a use case for this. The first iteration of it was working through comp issues and helping people with comp. The second part that I'm implementing is uh, certificate management, and the third part that I'm now plugging in, I just haven't gotten to full impl- implementation yet is propeller for the bonding. So now you can go to a contractor and go, what does every other agent do? Hey, let me quote your shit. Okay. So you get another quote from the same freaking carriers you get all the time. Mm -hmm. And you know what I'm saying, what I'm and what I think platforms like propeller can do is allow agents to come in and go, okay, I'm going to help you with marketing and placement for sure. But then you get this and you get this and you get one click bonding. So you need to you on a, on a, on a Saturday, you forget that on Monday, you gotta be, you gotta be in Latham town. You need a bond for a project you're doing for the town of Latham, Mm -hmm. you know, log into rogueris.propeller.com and buy your Latham municipal bond. And you're walking into the job. Yeah. The, the, I was just saying like the URLs, obviously they're a little wordy, but typically no one even types in URLs anymore. It's just a click. So yeah we always tell you to make it a link to a button on your site or your email signature or whatever. But yeah, I would also piggyback on what you're saying by saying like another good use case is, um, is turning, you know, your clients into salespeople in a lot of ways, like, like law firms is a great use case where, you know, every estate planning attorney, their customers need probate bonds when, you know, someone passes away and, and they inherit the estate. 
they need a probate bond that says they're not going to steal the money out of the estate. And so um, lawyers can be your referral sources. And every time their customers need a probate bond, they just say, hey, fill out this link. And a propeller will even white label it for them if they want to use it internally. You could be the agent of record behind it, but we'll white label it for them or, or your GCs. Uh, if they need their subs bonded on a job, it's like, well, just tell them to tell them to fill this application out real quick. So your GCs become your salespeople. We do all the work. And then on the contract, you're getting paid 20% for not even touching it. And so um, there's a bunch of good use cases as far as like, um, you know, affinity programs and association work and stuff like that. Yeah. And just, and just think guys, everyone who uses the platform is now your customer. You can reach back out to them. You can just send them a nice note. You can, you know what I mean? You can introduce yourself. Like this mm -hmm. is where, th this is how you, you really become, in my opinion, a value provider is, is think is solving the immediate problem and backing into the, you know, the kind of meat and potatoes that, 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 that we do, but solve the immediate problem. You know, this is why I, I used to pitch, um, I used to pitch uh, uh, short-term disability in New York State. I don't know if you now it's short-term disability and paid family medical leave as 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 one policy, but um, this is a policy. That the short-term disability part is unique to New York State, and uh, it's a crappy little policy. It's forty-four dollars in premium per female, nineteen dollars in premium per male. So you got to have a lot of employees for there to be any real meat, unless you're in a really high-risk. Um, uh, class, but for the most part, you're paying nothing, but no one knows what it is. No one knows where to get it. Half the people that should have it don't have it. And it, you know what I mean? And you can backdoor into these things. So, and, and then from there you cross into the whole, into the hole. And then obviously they use you over and over and over again. And um, so I just, um, I, I, I'm glad, I think I'm so uh, in line with, with, with the decisions that you've made about this platform and how you're going about it and the way you're building it. And the, I just, um, I'm really glad we were able to take some time today, today and talk through it. Um, yeah. Is there anything like, like if you were me and you were like, you know, man, I wish friggin' Hanley asked me this. Is there, is there anything else going on that you really, you really think people need to know about? Um. No, I mean, I think that fact that we're scaling and adding bonds um, so much is is really what the most impressive part is. We're going to have our bond library in and of itself could be a business that we lease out to people. I mean, it's just having all the bonds mapped is, is really big. Um, the fact that the other big pain point on surety that we didn't touch on is the billing. Yeah. Um, and we do credit card direct bill. We auto renew by credit card. Um, you wouldn't believe how many agencies have their bonds on agency bill. And they have to be, you know, dog the bounty hunter for a hundred dollar bill every, every year. And it's just, um, it's another lost leader. So uh, that's, that's really like the biggest thing. I mean, I, I think right now we're just, um, we're kind of um, scaling up the business. Obviously 70 agencies is not the goal. Uh, but that said, we're working with a lot of very large agencies. Um, and that was, that was not by design, really. We were surprised by that, but I think, the larger agencies just do enough of this stuff that they know how much of a pain in the ass it is. And they, it's death by a million paper cuts and they're, they want to streamline this and focus on the bigger ticket items. Yeah. Um, so that's, uh, you know, that's the big next step is, is making it um, the agent adoption quicker, uh, faster, easier. So that's a perfect segue. So if you, if someone's listening to this show right now and they're like, Oh my gosh, I need to get this into my agency right now. Where, where do they go? What do they do? Yeah. So right now you would simply email, uh, probably myself, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at propellerbonds.com. And you can schedule a demo if you'd like. Uh, we also have video demos we could just send out, um, depending on how, you know, deep into the question and answer phase you want to go. And then, uh, it's kind of like a carrier appointment. I mean, a producer agreement, W9, direct deposit form, copy of your license, copy of your E&O, and we can make your URL within like five minutes of receiving your paperwork. Which is so, true. You uh, did that for me. It took five minutes. Yeah, you can be up and running really quick. We pull the logo from your website. Um, we set you up with whoever you want the accounting information to go to because you'll get a direct deposit and a commission statement each month. And then uh, you can pick someone to be CC'd on, on all the bond purchases. So then it's really easy, like you said, to reply all and say, thank you for your bond and, and, and make that conversation keep going from there. 
Um, so yeah, we just, right now we're doing it that way. Uh, but our dev team is working on self onboarding where you go online on our website, put in your information and basically onboard yourself and, and do it, uh, at your speed. So, so, uh, A-A-R-O-N at propellerbonds.com. If they want to learn more in general, propellerbonds.com. Right. Mm-hmm. And then can they, can they reach out from from the website, they can reach yeah. out at least. Yeah, reach okay, out cool. from the website. My number's on there, everything. Uh, social media-wise, we're like strictly just all in with LinkedIn. Um, okay. So um, that's what we use. That's the what we think is going to be best for us. So uh, on LinkedIn, we're very active. Our page is very active, all that good stuff. And then we have an email blast that goes out each month talking about, you know, different bond types that are being added and, and different new developments. And like we recently just added a chat feature and Google Analytics. So... Um, our dev teams working around the clock, uh, agency management system integrations is not too far out. So uh, yeah, doing some cool things there. Yeah. I I'd like to talk to you about the agency management stuff and some CRM stuff. Cause I think, uh, yeah, I, I think there could be some, some real opportunity there as well. Um, we can talk about that offline guys. I, I, I want to reiterate this. Aaron is not an advertiser. I know this has been <laughs> just about the bonding thing, but I just think, that what he's doing, I think this is a tool that you absolutely put in your tool belt, um, you know, a little bit of marketing. And this is, you know, even just putting it in the favorites of all your staff. So when someone calls and making part of, you know, if you listen to, if you listen to, to Billy Williams and you have your, your coverage declination sheet, if one of the, if your commercial client declination sheet has surety on it and you're asking mm-hmm. You know, now they're getting in front of them. You're telling every one of your clients, hey, do you have sure needs? Well, once a year, just email us. We have a simple way to get it done for you now. You know, with direct bill, you don't have to, you don't have to send us a check anymore. You know what I mean? You don't have yeah. to, it's, it's super easy. And, um, and I hope that if you guys do have a bonding need uh, or a surety, I keep saying bonding, a surety need that you will, um, that you'll give uh, propeller a shot um, because I do think. I do think that it's it's a game changer in terms of ease of use for both agencies and for customers. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It was uh, great spending more time with you and, and thanks for inviting me. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Hey, be good and, uh, and all the best. All right, be well.